0: 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. To the town of our free, who wrote a stranger one fine day. Hardly spoke to folks around him, didn't have too much to say. No one dared to ask his business, no one dared to make a slip. The stranger there among them had a big iron on his hip. Big Iron on his
1: What am I waiting for? Was it that was it? Yeah. Oh, that was all I was waiting it's for. It's Big Iron by Marty no. Robbins. Right, I, did, I know. I knew I had to wait for a certain part. That's it. But Sing why, it with me, Tony. Why didn't you become like one of the Oak Ridge boys? Why didn't Stage you go in, why didn't you go into that? Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. States right. You're on have been on the radio for 72 years.
2: Okay, let's explain to the listeners. You're in a padded room by yourself, where you belong. You talk to yourself for and, hours and hours and hours.
1: And hundreds and thousands of people are listening to you.
2: No, I, I But how, be many part, with,
1: how many appearances have you made? How many times ta- you've been on TV? How many times have you been on stage, introducing bands and things like that?
2: I have been. I thousands. have spoke to Bush Stadium, fifty some thousand people before. Mm-hmm. Not a problem. No stage fright. Got to sing. Can I'm you do out. It? Can't do it. Can you do karaoke? And I've tried, hey, heck no. <laughs> okay. Nope. But I forget the words, even when I got the karaoke screen.
1: And this is Second Amendment radio and the great outdoors. <laughs>
2: That's and karaoke right. lessons.
1: That's right. Welcome
2: now, to. Now, in the shower, though, in the shower, I will say I'm awesome in the shower.
1: That sounds like a personal problem yeah, I don't for even, I'm not the even medical sure. show following <laughs> I'm not even sure I know what that means. I'm not even sure I want to know what that means.
2: Oh, I'll tell you about all about it.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here with producer Carl Middleman pew, pew. and my partner Bo Matthews. <laughs> this is normally the part where I ask Bo what's happening, Bo, but uh, <laughs> we've already done. We've that. kind of already. We're kind of already down the road on that one.
2: Talked about me in the shower. No Did kidding. Did some leaf blowing before this. Yeah got good. a great
1: show on tap for you today. We are going to talk to our friends at uh, Osage County Guns a little bit later on. We are also going to talk to Virginia Cruda from the uh, daily caller and right now we're gonna start the show the way we always do with our friend Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory. Aaron, what's happening, buddy?
3: Oh living the dream guys. get ready for Christmas and the new year. And uh, kind of watching all
1: this stuff unfold with the elections. Yeah. So it's, uh, how you feeling about so that right now? I, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> nobody does. Nobody does. Like, I'm just going to
3: say, nobody claimed 2021 as their freaking year, okay?
1: So, <laughs> you that right.
3: Saw where it got us in 2020. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how I feel. I, I I, yeah, I don't know. There's just a lot of. I think a lot of information, a lot of disinformation, but I will say this, uh, we haven't seen any violence, um, out of one of these political, uh, groups with, you know, people, certain, certain ideology. And with that being said, uh, we're not seeing violence because they think they're in control, right? So it's going to be a very peaceful Christmas hopefully a very peaceful new year's too. Um, and if, uh, Trump gets reelected I think they're going to start up their shenanigans again Mm. so we'll we'll go with that and and I've seen that uh seen that uh kind of outlined that they will be doing that um through very special interest groups etc so uh I like the fact that there's no there's no unrest right now
2: it's been great yeah I think what's amazing to me is is the uh, I think what's amazing to me is that uh you know we haven't really heard a lot from the Democrats pushing back on a oh. re election or, you know, whatever. And they could have done that in 2016. And why wouldn't they be concerned about this election um, as, as the population, the, the you know, the mainstream liberals, if you will, uh, the moderate liberals? Um, it, it's just shocking to me because somebody early on, like the Friday after uh, the election, I made the comment about, hey, you know, it's going to take some time. We're going to figure it out. And somebody that, you know, I highly respect said they were offended that I said that, that I didn't just call it like on uh, Tuesday night, uh, election night, the day that it happened. I'm like, what? And here we are over a month out. I don't think I was dead wrong.
3: Yeah. I mean, we still don't really know what's going on. We got all these pending lawsuits still. Um, it's just kind of craziness. I was kind of reading, reading a little bit this morning and uh, it's like, there's still really no clear answer, you know, uh, one way or the other. So, I guess I'm just going to remain neutral, which I try to do uh, as much as I can. But, um, yeah, it's wild. Well, I so, wanted
1: uh, – go, go ahead. Go ahead. How about the Cardinals? <laughs> I wanted to continue our series of uh, the Joe Biden – what is it? The plan to end our gun violence epidemic. We For the last few weeks, we've been kind of going through Joe Biden's website with Aaron – And looking at all of the different policies on them, this is, again, on Joe Biden's website. We're not making this up. We're not accusing him of anything that that, uh, people are listening and go, oh, Joe's not going to do that. He's that you guys are exaggerating. Nope these are these are the things off of his uh, website.
2: So um, you can't believe
1: his website, Tony. Now, come on.
2: (laughs) Well, the website says they have they have delivered us a clear victory, a convincing victory. So here's
1: one. Here's one that I here's one that I wanted to get your thoughts on, Aaron, especially as a uh, somebody who sells guns. One of the policies on his website is reduce stockpiling of weapons in order to reduce the stockpiling of firearms. Biden supports legislation restricting the number of firearms an individual may purchase per month to one. (laughs) What? That just sounds like we're just making things up to write something down. I mean, yeah.
3: What? So, yeah, you're you're right, Tony. Um, <laughs> we're just kind of throwing stuff at a wall and seeing what sticks. So I recently got a ban on Facebook. You know, I love those. Congratulations. Yeah, 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 yeah. I said uh, Biden is going to be the gun salesman of the century. Yeah. And
1: I got me. I got me banned <laughs> uh, for <inciting> Biden. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I swear. And uh so no kidding, another, how many times have you been banned from Facebook?
3: uh, four times this year um, <laughs> and, that's uh, not a record <laughs> yeah that that's that's a mild year <laughs> um you know, the other one was for talking about uh ammo prices going up you know with the wholesalers and manufacturers, and um that got me banned too, so anyway, uh kinda getting into this. Um, I got banned, and I bring this up because I started another Facebook account, I like guess if I don't have six of these things already, and uh I decided to kind of jump into the old groups that I had been banned from, you know, like the Mothers for gun control or whatever mm-hmm. and uh' I'm in one of these groups, and somebody says, uh one gun registered, you have to take classes and pay an annual fee.' like, you know, and I'm like, you're weak on gun control. And uh that didn't get me banned. But uh, <laughs> but my point is as though, you know, now this is the, this is the topic, you know, one gun and one gun only or one gun a month. And before it was, you how know, many people come was, in and
1: uh, buy? How many of your customers buy more than one gun a month? It It depends.
3: You know, we have, So you you know, and you kind of you ask uh, that question, and we do have collectors that come in. They come in and they say, "Oh wow, look, you got a bunch of these old Smith and Wesson revolvers in," and I don't have this model 19-2. I got the model 19-1, so I'll buy the two. Mm -hmm. And then you know, later in the month, we get a 19-3, and then they come in and buy the 19-3, and then we get in a old, you know. Savage Stevens shotgun. And they go, I got to have it because it's old, you know? And so we do have these collectors. But one of the things that was said in this group is we have to end gun worship in this country. And I'm thinking to myself, gun worship. I mean, you're talking about guys that collect guns like myself, right? Like I had a buddy over the other day and we uh, put, took him in uh, to my one safe and I started pulling stuff out. He goes, this is your World War II collection safe, isn't it? I said, well, there's more than just World War II stuff in here. You know, there's some World War One, and then there's you know just some older stuff that isn't made anymore. I was like, but you are correct. This is my safe that has, you know, just the older collectible kind of stuff in it. And my other safe is, you know, the modern day production. You can walk into Southern Armory and buy it today um, if you've got the cash. So, uh, with all that being said, yeah, one gun per month. We're just throwing uh, stuff at a wall seeing what sticks and you know what'll happen is is the wife that has no interest in firearms she's going to start buying one gun a month as well and as soon as you start (laughs) limiting people i'm being serious uh as soon as you start limiting people on what they can buy then all of a sudden they want to buy more of them so just like the bump stock thing right we had three we ordered three bump stocks a year we sold out almost instantaneously and we couldn't get a hold of any more uh all because the government said we're going to ban yeah. them
1: yeah nobody and cared so, about them until you said yeah, you couldn't have them that's when people he, wanted them you couldn't have them right
3: so now all of a sudden you're going to say oh you can only buy one gun a month well now people that would have only bought now the average person i think the statistic i last heard was they buy like uh nine guns a year like this is you know probably not your average joe this is like average joe plus you know like your hardcore collector um, where they go out and they want to buy you know guns, and they they on average um it's like eight or nine guns a year is what somebody will buy and uh I found that you know kind of interesting because I know people that only buy maybe only had twelve guns to their name, and they collected them over several years. I only have two <laughs> like
1: right what am i it. what am I doing yeah. i like but I only have you, two and I, like, yeah, and I feel like yeah, and I feel like I'm you know pretty normal. behind <laughs> I feel like I'm pretty <laughs> right. normal okay, uh, Tony, go ahead Bo.
2: tony did you did you uh, print off the Biden list of uh, Second Amendment stuff because I'm on his website and I can't find a link for any hey, of those promises I, or...
1: I I had the same problem today. He has altered his website yeah. and you actually have to type in now joe biden dot com slash gun safety to get oh. to the plan you know, but you're right. I had the same problem today. He has altered his website. And in fact, he took down all of his plans. Not just the.
2: All of his promises. All he, of the policies. He didn't do that. All of
1: the things. Every every issue that, you know, in his plan for every single issue has been removed from his website. Now, maybe they're just. Maybe by the time people hear this, they'll log on and they'll go, no, it's not. It's right here. May, I don't know. Oh, maybe I they're making it. some kind You're of right. transition. But. Yeah. I had the same problem today, Bo. It's is—it's weird. And he didn't do that. It was his grandchildren that did that.
2: Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Bo. Go ahead. (laughs) Well, no, here's the other thing is it says at the very bottom of it, uh, together we can make Donald Trump a one-term president and defeat Republicans across the country. Donate today. And the categories of amounts is $15, $32, $50, $250, and other. Where where did the thirty two come from? I think uh,
1: that's a Harris thing. I think that that is something about Kamala Harris's. Oh, I think that's like a certain number. That number or, has something to do. Yeah, I, I would have, I would have assumed it had something to do with like donation laws and like the amount you can donate or something.
2: I, I thought I've, it was a typo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, Aaron, before we run out of time, I want to get yeah. one. I want to get your thoughts on one more thing because this is another one that we talked we've talked about forever. There's always this discussion about background checks. And on his website, he says that he wants to require background checks for all gun sales. It says, today, an estimated one in five firearms are sold or transferred without a background check. Biden will enact universal background check legislation requiring a background check for all gun sales with very limited exceptions, such as gifts between close family members. This will close the so-called gun show and online sales loophole, something we've discussed many times, but not in a while, so you can fill people in on that. Uh, that the Obama-Biden Obama, Obama, Obama Biden administration narrowed, but which cannot be fully closed by executive action alone. Can you tell us the truth about the quote-unquote gun show? And I've never even heard the addition of an online sales loophole. What is that, Aaron, and is it is it real?
3: So uh, the online sales is not a, a loophole per se. Um, the online sales is basically um how do i say this if you buy a gun online it has to go to a licensed dealer for a background check Mm -hmm. so there is no loophole other than the fact you can get online and try to find a good deal on a firearm which right now with the industry the way it is is you're seeing crazy prices online uh etc then it comes to a dealer again you do a background check no big deal. Now the gun and show And I'm sure there's some way to
1: get on, you know, to get on some shady website somewhere that's not in, you know, that's not in the United States and maybe illegally purchase a firearm that way. But all gun sales by retailers in the United States, online or otherwise, has a background check attached to it, right? And the same thing with the gun show. Correct me if I'm wrong on that statement.
3: Yeah, so every every licensed dealer has books. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, and if you come into our store, you'll see our books out a lot because we're checking guns in, we're checking guns out of our books. And the ATF comes in and audits us about every two to three years, make sure that all the guns that they know about are on our books and that every gun on our books, if it's not in our possession has a corresponding background check. If we do not comply with this, they take our license, which means we're out of business. So, um, you know, you don't you don't do those type of things. The other half of this is um, gun shows. And when you look at gun shows, uh, those are sanctioned events. Now, uh, I, this is actually a topic that comes up quite frequent uh, in the store with just regular old, you know, gun owners that want to go to a gun show and do some trading, um, and which contributes to that nine a year. Right. People trade guns in, buy new guns, et cetera. And then you have the Tony Columbus of the world that have bought two guns in their lifetime. <laughs> so, when you look at sanctioned gun shows, a sanctioned gun show is an extension of the premise. So nobody can come. And I had to tell some guys the other day, like, get, get, if you're gonna if you're gonna do a person to person transaction, you can't do it here because you're on a licensed premise. So that means the dealer has to be involved. So these guys were in. Uh, these guys were, you know. We didn't want to buy this shotgun. The guy wanted way too much for it. Another guy said, yeah, I'll pay way too much for it. I'm like, perfect. You guys want to do a background check here? No. I was like, then you guys got to, if you're going to conduct business, yeah, leave the store. You got to leave the premise. You cannot be at 9901 Watson Road and do this. Because mm-hmm.
2: okay? mm-hmm. the
3: ATF says it cannot be that way.
2: Mm-hmm. you hey, Tony. Uh, go ahead, Bo. Scrolling down on uh, Biden's website, it says he's going to end the online sales of firearms and am- ammunition. He's going to enact legislation to pro- prohibit all online sales of firearms, ammunition, kits, and gun parts. And what's so- uh, also the scary part is he wants to incentivize the red flag laws. Oh, we, he wants you know to what? incentivize
1: it. We'll get into that. We, yeah, we've talked <laughs> a lot about red <laughs> flag laws. We, we, we need to get back into that though next week for sure, because there's just so much there. There's these buzzwords that are used and have been used by the anti-gun crowd for so long yes, uh, that you need, to, you need to go to places like Southern Armory. Go on Southern Armory's Facebook page and ask the questions. Ask Aaron what the truth is and get the actual information on these things. And we'll continue to try to bring you as much of that truth as well. Uh, Aaron, before we go, remind folks how they can find you out there at Southern Armory.
3: Yep. Yeah, so uh come in and see us in person. Uh we're open uh noon to six COVID hours, right? Noon to six uh Tuesday through Saturday. We're closed on Sundays and Mondays, mostly so we can kept, keep keep up with inventory and uh the bookwork to be in compliance with federal law. And uh so ninety-nine oh one Watson Road, one mile east to two seventy and forty-four. You can find us on Southern Armory uh Facebook and Second Amendment News Podcast Facebook. And, well, at uh, SouthernArmory.com.
1: SouthernArmory.com. That's SouthernArmory.com. Mm. And that is Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory. Always great to talk with you, Aaron. We'll talk to you same time next week. Yep. Next right. week, guys. You bet. Stay safe. You too. All right, let's take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk to our friend Virginia Cruda from The Daily Caller. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Second Amendment Radio and The Great Outdoors.
0: Be kind, be glad. When he tried to match the ranger with the big iron on his hip, big iron on his hip.
1: So I mentioned on the show last week that I had hoped to get out on the water that weekend, and I indeed did get to do a little fishing last weekend. It felt great. It was a little chilly, but uh, as our buddy Mike Marfell always says, it's fishing season until the water's hard, and the water was not frozen, and it was actually very—there was a lot of activity on the water. I didn't get a chance to be out there too long, uh, but it was much more active than I thought it was going to be, And so uh, it uh, gives me hope that there's still plenty of fishing days left in 2020. If you're going to be getting out on the water, don't forget about our friends out at Bluff City Outdoors. Bluff City Outdoors in Alton, Illinois, open all year round. So if you need to stock up the tackle box, they are there for you. They, of course, have the big catfish gear. They have a huge selection. Of bass and crappie lures everything you need to go fishing they have you covered at bluff city bluff city outdoors in alton illinois check them out at bluffcityoutdoors.com Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio and The Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here with producer Carl Middleman and my partner Bo Matthews. Uh, You heard me just uh, talking about getting outside to go fishing. We've actually had some pretty good weather this past week, and uh, it's always a great time to take advantage of those days and get out into the great outdoors. And anytime we're talking about the great outdoors here on the station. It's brought to you
2: by Razorback Armory. They're your full-service firearm shop that strives to be the area's premier destination for firearm enthusiasts. Got a uh, gun that needs repair? Bring it to them. Want to uh, consign one? They do that, too, but they've got a great selection of their own. RazorbackArmory.com, and it's in De Pere on Manchester Road, just east of 270. Tell them Bo sent you to Razorback Armory.
1: And, Bo, we have a clarification on your question about the 32, the number 32 uh, being oh, a donation. Oh, for the Biden fundraising? Yeah, the Biden donation th- uh, you, where you could donate $32, which was a... A uh, seemingly random number, <laughs> Carl. You but said no. that you you thought it had something to do with Kamala, and it and it, it indeed does. It does. Kamala Harris was the thirty second Attorney General of the state of California, and I believe the first woman of color. So that is like a milestone so kind of thirty two is kind uh, of her number, and so okay, that's why okay. th- that's why they put the thirty the thirty two dollar donation on her website.
2: Well, thanks for clarifying that. Now Carl.
1: you know, hey. and knowing is half the battle. <laughs> Let's get our friend Virginia Cruda into the conversation now. Virginia from the Daily Caller, great to talk with you as always. How's it going?
4: I can't complain. Having a pretty good, pretty good week. Good. good. How are you?
1: I I can't complain either, right? I mean, it's just if you if, <laughs> And
4: if you did, who would
1: nobody's who would do listening? About it? Yeah, exactly. I'd listen. I'd listen. <laughs> and after this year, if you don't laugh, you're gonna have to cry. So you may as well laugh. Um, Virginia, I wanted to have you on today to kind of give us an update. We were just talking in that last segment with Aaron, and you know, people are still, I think you know, many people, especially on the right, Trump supporters or just, you know, people who are not very excited about a Joe Biden administration, keep yeah. saying things like, you know, if Joe Biden is the next president or when we find out the results of this election, uh, as far as you've been keeping an eye on everything, how how far along into this process are we? When will we have a resolution, and and know one way or the other, you know, if it's if these lawsuits are going to continue or if they're going to shut down? Are we are we within a week of that whole thing coming to an end, or is there no end in sight?
4: You know, I don't I don't think we're that close. Um, honestly, I think this is going to go on for a while. I think that um, the the attorneys have kind of made it clear that they're going to go forward as far as they can with this and on the one hand, I would say that we they need to do that because um, we need to know like I you know sure. I've told you this before you know if if there's something going on that's going to impact the outcome of an election, we need to know about it. Right. And it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. It shouldn't matter if your guy is currently the winner or not the winner. You know, if if there's something wrong, we all have a vested interest in knowing that because next time it might not be your guy. You know, it's kind of the same thing. Like they warned. uh, uh, Harry Reid, the uh, Democrat who used to be the Senate majority leader, Mm -hmm. they warned him that. The nuclear option was a bad idea. Yeah. And eventually it's going to be used against you. Well, guess what? Yep. Republicans have th- have seated three Supreme Court justices in part because Harry Reid didn't have the foresight to realize they weren't wrong.
1: Yep. It was the instant gratification. And Republicans are just as guilty. Yeah. You know, they right. they, they that have the power. It's, they, the, you, it's you,
4: the same thing. Yeah.
1: You feel like, oh, this is such an important moment. We've got to change yeah. the rules to get what we want right now. But nobody stays in power forever. And you're right. Harry Reid let let uh, open Pandora's box and then Mitch McConnell, you know, opened it even more. And, you know, and then, you know, if the Democrats get control again, Chuck Schumer will probably dump it out. Um, You know, it's just like they just (laughs) keep on. uh, It it keeps on expanding more and more and uh, backfiring on the people that, that put it into place.
4: Well and, and I mean let's be clear it's backfiring on the people who put it into place but it's also backfiring on the american people because mm, some of yeah. these rules were put in the place to protect our voices and now the one thing i will say about this you know the the other lawsuits have been thrown out but what's interesting about the lawsuit coming from uh, from texas is that they're arguing um a violation of the equal protection clause which Equal, every citizen has equal protection under the law. You know, you know the deal. Um, They're arguing that because um, secretaries of state and courts in these swing states went outside the legislature to determine new rules under the threat of coronavirus, which, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people were in favor of, but does kind of circumvent the legal process for changing election law. Possibly broke federal law. Right. So this this is supposed to be done through the legislature. And because they didn't do it through the legislature, Texas is saying you undermined your state's legal recourse for changing election law. And in doing so, you allowed votes that were probably illegal, and that waters down our votes. So if you are outside of these states, your votes now have less value because they didn't do their due diligence and they're allowing an illegal process to open the door for possibly illegal votes. They're not saying you had this many illegal votes. They're saying because you undermine the process, we can't have faith in the outcome. So it's a very interesting, interesting legal rabbit hole to get down, but it's a better argument than, hey, we think there's fraud and five dead people might have voted illegally in Georgia. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot more at stake here. So I think that it's interesting the way that they're going to argue it. And I think it's really, really telling that Ted Cruz has stepped up and said, I will argue this case if it goes to the Supreme Court. <laughs>
2: That would be awesome. Hey, Virginia, uh, uh, isn't it odd? I saw the Daily Beast put an email out. Isn't it odd that the Hunter Biden money laundering probe went largely unnoticed until now? Um, And, and, I mean, is there connections to these dots here? Uh, Because, uh, I mean, if the things were true about Hunter and his dad, the big guy, well, wouldn't that be a treasonous event, and there's well, no way we I can don't, swear. I don't, don't on know the if you,
4: I don't know if you saw if you saw my tweet in response to that. Sam Stein at the Daily Beast <laughs> tweeted about how it went largely unnoticed. And I'm like, OK, you literally referred to the Hunter Biden story. This, I was talking to Sam Stein at the Daily Beast, referred to the Hunter Biden story as alleged Hunter Biden porn <laughs> and <laughs> multiple outlets and platforms actively and aggressively suppressed this story. So, you know, it went largely unnoticed. That's a really weird way to say we went out of our way to make sure you didn't see this. Right. So, uh, yeah. So, my question, so, go back going to, going back to impact, my question. I don't, yeah, I think it does have an impact. I think, and they're, they've even done polling since the election. I mean, I know how we put our faith in polls and everything around here, but <laughs> they've done polling to say people, people, there were a lot of people who said, after the election, if I had known this about Hunter Biden, I might have changed my vote
2: or right, I might right. have at
4: least reconsidered. So, yeah, it has an impact. But I think that the the unwillingness of journalists to tell a story that was obviously a story is part of what influenced you. It's not just the story and whether or not Biden was involved that changed the outcome for. of an election, but it's the unwillingness of journalists to put that story out there that mm-hmm, changed the right. it, the outcomes. You the
1: know election. what and journalists are
2: willing it's to aiding put and that, abetting.
1: Yeah, you know what journalists are willing to put that out there? The journalists at the Daily Caller. See? That's how yeah. you bring it. That's how you bring it all together Yay. right there. Virginia, we are unfortunately just about out of time. We got to get you back on really really soon, but for people that want to follow uh, all the things that you guys are working on, you personally there and uh, everybody at the Daily Caller, how uh, can they follow you?
4: Uh, DailyCaller.com, at Daily Caller on Twitter. You can follow me directly at VA Cruda. And I will just say one thing about the incoming Biden administration. If they wanted to signal that they were not serious about holding China's feet to the fire, they could not do any better than appointing Mayor Pete as the (laughs) ambassador to China. (laughs) That is such such a great
1: point. Yeah, that is Uh, such a great point. How is Mayor Pete qualified... To be the person representing, he speaks eight our languages, interests, but not Mandarin. Right, <laughs> right. I just, I. How bizarre and random! You're so, you're so right. Uh, we uh, will have to pick up the conversation there the next time we have you on Virginia, which we will do very, very soon. Always great to talk with you, my friend. If uh, we don't talk beforehand, uh, have a great holiday.
4: You too.
1: All right. We got to take another Keep quick break. Keep up the good break. fight. Yeah, absolutely. Dailycaller.com. Make sure you check out Virginia and all of her colleagues there. It's great, great stuff. Let's take another quick break. When we get back, we'll talk to our friends at Osage County Guns. You're listening to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors.
2: It is the holidays and if you have a second amendment supporter in your family or in your circle, I want you to go to Razorback Armory and do a little shopping. Now, of course, you don't want to you can't buy uh, a firearm for as a gift for somebody, but you can buy them accessories and ammo and cases and safes. They've got it all in that uh, that store on Manchester Road in Pair. It's just a half mile east of 270. Razorback Armory does such a fine job in in outfitting an AR for you. For instance, if you have somebody that is you know is an AR uh, platform fan, well then you can go in there and get them a, 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 a optics or a flashlight or something that can clip or or a clip or a clip. I'd mention a clip. Uh, but Razorback Armory is fantastic. It's not a huge store, but they are specializing in all of the customization that you want to do. Go check them out. Go meet Jesse, Brad, and Kenny. They'll take good care of you at Razorback Armory. Find them on RazorbackArmory.com and tell them Bo sent you to Razorback Armory.
5: I get up, I get down, and I'm jumping around and the rumpus and rock so Welcome night. back to Second Amendment Radio
1: and the Great Outdoors, Tony Colombo here with producer Carl Middleman. Hello and my partner Bo Matthews. Wanna remind you about our podcast. We are just about to talk to our friends at Osage County Guns, John and Jake at Osage County Guns. Going to finish the show with them. And then we are going to continue that discussion in our podcast exclusive. We put out two podcasts of this show every week. The show podcast goes out on Friday. So you can actually download the podcast and take it with you before it even airs. You can have it with you all weekend long. And then the podcast exclusive comes out every Monday. Looking forward to this week, especially with John and Jake, so we can continue. Uh, our discussion here. Also, want to remind you about our friends out at Bluff City Outdoors. I mentioned that I got a chance to go fishing last week for the first time in quite some time, and it was cold, but it was still uh, a very good time. You didn't say what you caught. Never too late. I only caught one fish, but I only fished for about an hour and a half, and it was way more active. The water was way more active than I I thought it was going to be. I was ready for it to be uh, uh, just kind of dead, and it wasn't. Uh, Not too late to go fishing. Remember, Bluff City Outdoors over there in Alton, Illinois, open all year round to fill your fishing needs. Find them also online at BluffCityOutdoors.com and find our podcast everywhere that you get podcasts, but especially the Radio.com app. That's the best place to get it. Let's go ahead and get John and Jake from Osage County Guns on the line. Fellas, always great to talk with you. How's it going?
3: Hey, hey,
1: hey. Uh, it's
3: going. <laughs> so,
1: so we only have a few minutes left on the show this week, but uh, I have a lot of things that I want to talk to you guys about. So we'll get to as much of as of it as we can here on the air, and then, like I said, everybody, make sure you download the podcast on Monday, the podcast exclusive, so you can hear the rest of our conversation. Uh, before we dive in, what is the latest at Osage County Guns? It's been a little bit since we talked to you uh how are things out there as we kind of come to an end of this crazy year is it still extremely busy is it still hard to keep things on the shelves or is there is it calming down a bit
5: yeah it's uh i I guess it's everything is the same as it was if if not worse i suppose really Um, or better better (laughs) yeah you know it's been crazy busy um but the demand is is not dropping i mean we it's just crazy. Um, we see a lot of inventory coming in, but it's going right back out so fast that that we're actually still shrinking inventory, uh, even though we've we've had you know and continue to have these massive shipments coming in every day.
1: Man, that's that is incredible. Do you, are you surprised by that? Does it feel like at some point everybody? should have a gun (laughs) like like doesn't it feel like we have all these we've we've heard all these stories about these first time gun owners and and which you know has been a big part of what's driven the the craziness in the industry this year but at some point don't you feel like everybody's gonna get have their guns and and feel safe it just it's just incredible to me that that it's been able to the 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 craziness has sustained as long as it has
5: yeah I think I think the country realized that there's not really a, a, a gun behind every blade of grass and so they uh they said we got to we got to kick these numbers up a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah that's incredible. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, do 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 you have any do, does it show any signs of slowing down or do you think we're going to go into 2020 or 2021 uh just as busy as 2020 has been?
5: It's it's not looking good. Um I think we're not going to see this let up anytime, anytime soon. And Jake's been, Jake's more connected to the manufacturers and to our reps. I, I, I don't interface with them as much as Jake does. Um, so I'll probably let him, you know, share what, what he's hearing and seeing. Um, but my, my thinking is this is, isn't going away.
1: Yeah. go
2: ahead, Hey Jake. guys, can, can, can I ask ahead. you, uh, if you were to percent, you know, do a percentage of sales between, Personal protection and hunting and collection. What would what would that breakdown be for your for your you know the bulk of your customers? Oh,
6: you're in the industry and standard. You're always you know when you look at firearm sales in general, sixty percent of firearm sales are handguns. So right off the bat, there's more protection than there is anything else. Then the rest of that percentage, you know, sixty percent plus is handguns. Then you've got long guns out of that, you know, there's a, the larger portion, probably only about 5% shotguns, you know, 10% maybe long guns, rifle, bolt action, rifle wise, everything else is a semi-auto, whether an AR, AK style variant. Um, So there's still probably a lot more on the defense side, but the hunting side's really picked up. You know, everybody talks about all these new firearms buyers for the year, but you also have to look at because of the shortage in food, the amount of hunting participation and new hunters has also climbed. Right, um, right. And mm-hmm. not as drastic, but it, it's kind of somebody – I don't think a lot of people really look at it or talk about it much, but the hunting participation and, and the fact that people are kind of getting out there looking at, well, if I can't buy food, I can at least harvest my own food and put it in the freezer. And
1: they, uh, they can get out – and, and when be... everything's closed and you're looking for things to do, maybe you're – I'm serious. Like, a lot of people yeah. have been reintroduced – to the great outdoors in this year where exactly people it. are looking for things to do and they're kind of remembering that it's pretty cool to go fishing and go hunting and things like that.
2: Before a year ago, people would say you're a conspiracy theorist, but now I'm, I'm looking at YouTube videos on how to clean squirrel. I'm, I'm, I'm being serious.
6: You know, there, there's a lot to be said that, you know, for several years, myself included, I, I, I didn't buy meat from a, a store for – for years, uh, because I hunted a lot, and I was lucky to harvest enough animals to, to keep in the freezer and and provide for my family. And um, you know, it's harder to do in certain places at certain times. But I think there's a lot more people out there getting out there. I mean, we're selling hunting rifles and and hunting rifles right now. If you haven't found it and you want it, you're going to have to wait. I've got a lot of stuff that's probably not going to be here till April of next year, uh, even if I order it today. So.
2: How about Um, the uh, collection? Do you guys, do you guys get collectors in uh, specifically the really unique weapons?
6: Yeah, there's still a a pile of people out there looking for stuff. And I think some of that rush gets pushed up because Mm. whenever the panic is there, you know, people start to relinquish some old stuff to buy new stuff. Uh, And and then those collectors kind of pop up and say, well, I better grab it now because I may not grab it later. And um, so right. there's definitely there a you bit guys. of push for
1: that too. So some of the things I want to talk about as we as we wrap this up and go into the podcast exclusive, and just to give you guys a, 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 an idea of one of the questions I'm going to ask and give a tease to the folks, uh, I, I've had this question a lot: people that want to give a firearm as a Christmas present. How can you do that? Is it even possible to do that? It's one of the things we're going to discuss in the podcast exclusive. Uh, before we wrap things up here, guys, how can people find and learn more about Osage County Guns?
5: Easiest way is hit us, uh, Google us, just Osage County Guns. Uh, Google will autocorrect if you misspell. Uh, but <laughs> we're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, but, the, you know, the bulk of our inventory can be found at OsageCountyGuns.com and the stock status is generally very accurate. So if it says it's in stock, it is physically under our roof. But you, you better hurry.
3: Get yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> get there fast because it's there when you see it. But uh, by the time you drive there, somebody might beat you to it. That is John right. Dawson and Jake Fair from Osage County Guns. Like I said, we're going to continue our talk with them in the podcast exclusive, so make sure you check that out. And uh, we got to wrap this up for this week's show. My name is Tony Colombo. For Carl Middleman and my partner, Bo Matthews, thank you so much for listening to another edition of Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors.
2: See you, boys. Here we
0: go. Get more at 971talk.com